0: hey everyone and welcome back to our pod chat i'm brianna
1: and i'm maureen yeah (laughs) so today we kind of were thinking a little bit about how life is not always the way you want it in the moment and sometimes it's really hard to be grateful for what's happening especially if you feel like life is crumbling around you
0: Yeah, Maureen and I were having a conversation the other day, and um, we were kind of discussing other people's circumstances and dealing with people who are in unfavorable circumstances. And it's so easy to guide somebody through an unfavorable circumstance, I think, rather than practicing what we preach. And I thought it was a good idea to share some of the words that I shared with Maureen, because... I have such a hard time practicing this, but it came smooth as butter when I had to tell Maureen some advice. So I think that the whole point of life is that if we're given our desired circumstances right away, it'd be too easy and no lessons would be learned. Um, There'd be no hardships or challenges to overcome. So that was one of the first things I said. And I think it's really true. You know, we especially our generation, come into this world and want everything extremely quick. Mm-hmm. We, instant gratification. Instant gratification, exactly. And um, that's just not how life goes. We have to, in order to get where we want to be, we have to go through some really unfavorable circumstances. And I think that what, tr- what shows your true character is when you get over those humps and those challenges and face all your fears and learn all those lessons it creates who you are and then you're so grateful for where you've landed
1: yeah I think you know everybody's been upset at one point and had a friend tell them or they've told a friend like just think about it if you didn't go through these hard times you wouldn't be who you are today I think I used to Tell Say that, that to all you the time. all the time, like, growing up when we were, like, in our late teens and stuff. If you don't go through the hard stuff now, then you're not going to be able to appreciate the moments that feel great and almost, like, you know, unbelievably happy because of how hard some other times were. And sometimes right. it's really hard to swallow that pill.
0: Right. Exactly. I mean, you know, there's always going to be somebody who has a worse circumstance than us, so but there's no reason to knock somebody's struggles, you know? Like, it's, oh, well, you have it this great, Mm -hmm. so why are you even complaining type of thing? You know, everybody faces their own struggles alone, and it can feel actually very lonely going through these circumstances. And I think I said that it was extremely helpful because both Maureen and I are the ones who go through the most struggles right now together in our in our lives with who's surrounded by us we are always on the same page pretty much about our circumstances and how much we wish we can change them a lot of the time but we know that right now in order to get to where we want to be we have to go through these situations I don't know if we want to get into any detail about anything you know I would say I mean, we could talk about what um future circumstances we'd like and then maybe talk about what we're grateful for today.
1: Yeah, I would say that for the most part I think for the main thing is work even though I'm graduating before you we're kind of on the same page in terms of what's next. Right. And in order to figure out what's next we have to deal with all of the stresses that come in between that. Yeah. Um Another thing I would say we both stress about is living circumstances. That's probably, if you don't like where you live, if you don't like where you wake up every day, you know, you start your days off sour a lot of the times Mm -hmm. because you're frustrated and that could just be for some people having a really messy room and, they don't like the clutter, so they feel a cluttered mind and they clean it. But for us, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than a cluttered room. Doesn't matter how many times you can clean your room and pick up. Although it helps. Right. It alleviates it. But then you always come back to the moment where you feel like
0: this still isn't where I want to be. Right. this isn't the city or this isn't, you know, a brand new apartment. Clearly renovated
1: to in order to, you know, face that we have to say, you know, see the aspects of our living situations that we appreciate and have gratitude for. Right. But also recognize that it isn't a permanent situation, even though right now it feels like a permanent situation. It feels like forever. Yeah. Like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel.
0: Also, I think it's the pressure from the social media aspect as well. You know, we see a lot of girls our age, sometimes even younger, who have these these beautiful Apartments, studios, I mean, just insane Mm -hmm. amounts of money as well. And, you know, hard workers can afford what they live in, and we look at ours like, well, we're the same age or we're older than them. And, you know, like, I'm still living home. So, therefore, I'm less than, or therefore, I hate where I live, or therefore, I, you know, hate my room. I don't Mm -hmm. have this. I don't have that. You start comparing. And I think comparison is the thief of joy. You know, they Mm -hmm. say that. And, um, so what I think for me personally that I have to do is start every single day thinking of five things that I'm grateful for just in my living situation Mm -hmm. alone in order to make it easier to get to where I want to be. And, you know, that whole acceptance piece that if you're, fighting whatever circumstance you're in, it's going to be harder to accept those. Whereas if you're sitting there like, okay, I'm showing gratitude and I'm speaking it into existence that one day I will have my most favorable circumstances and I will be living in the dream house or the dream apartment, whatever it is in the city, in New York City, Boston, wherever we want to be. And um, right now, this is what I have. And I'm more than grateful to have it because it's, you know, it's the bed that I sleep on, the house that covers me from snowstorms and hurricanes if we had them here. But really, you know, like it's it's what gets us up in the morning so that we can go to school, that we can go to work, that we don't have to sleep outside. You know, things can always be so much worse. And I know it sounds dramatic, but I think that. A lot of the times we're always... We're never comparing ourselves to a homeless person. We're always comparing ourselves to somebody who's got everything we yeah. don't have.
1: Definitely bringing it back to that, to have the idea that somebody are, always has it worse than you, but I think it's also important to allow yourself to be uncomfortable sometimes. Right. We're very apprehensive in general in society, especially, like, Western society, mm-hmm. to not want to ever be uncomfortable and you can't really grow if you never
0: get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your
1: comfort zone, and sometimes that comfort zone, you know, getting out of it might be taking a risk and getting a new job, and sometimes it's living in a tiny little box for a year before you can find the opportunity to get yourself out of it.
0: Right, and as long as you know that what you're doing today is working on getting you a better tomorrow, that's all that matters. I think that um, a lot of times we might feel stagnant. Mm And our progression because we're sitting there trying to focus on the lack of what we have. But everything that we're doing today is contributing to not, you know, legitimately tomorrow, but our future in the short term so that, you know, like if it's living home, you're saving money or attempting to save money hoping to, at least not throwing money at rent every month, Mm -hmm. and then being able to maybe one day just go straight to a house and invest in a house for yourself. You know, we don't know what the future is bringing for us, but it's always going to be better than where where we're at right now, unless we bring it upon ourselves for it not to be. And
1: that's a choice. That's a decision. For most people. Now there's circumstances, obviously, out there where it's a little bit more challenging. Of course. But... It's still not permanent, no matter how harsh the, or how heavy the emotions in that time or whatever the circumstance might be.
0: Right. And I think that brings us to this pod chat in general is that our circumstances are great for us right now. You know, it's where we need to be. It's not our most favorable, but they're allowing us to get where we want to be. Um, and it's allowing us to start this pod chat. And I think that we were going to, we could have allowed our circumstances to not do this.
1: Yeah. We could have said, Hey, maybe in a year.
0: Right. When we're, when we've got, when we've got, um, an office. Yeah.
1: Or a townhouse with an extra floor where you can set up a studio. When we've
0: got a three bed with an extra room.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes, you know. It doesn't work like that and a lot of times it doesn't work like that. So it's like maybe taking the plunge would allow you to have the opportunity to get that office, to get that. Exactly. And
0: then once we're there, we're gonna be like, Wow, look how far we've come And
1: it's gonna it's not gonna feel like this desperation. I feel like a lot of times you have desperation um, as an emotion to change your circumstance and that's when it becomes the most negative thing. You're desperate to get out of whatever job you're in that you don't wanna be in anymore. You're desperate to get a new place. You're actually repelling it because it's such a negative feeling. It's the negative feeling of having to get out of this moment to get to another, and you're just forcing it. You're not allowing it to not necessarily come to you. You still have to do the work, but to flow naturally and feel like it has more of a purpose, it's it's to obtain a better life, not to avoid the situation.
0: And I think that's where it comes down to deciphering, is that the word, where between what you want and what you don't want and how speaking into existence only the things that you want because when you speak into existence, the things you don't want, that's what you get. Yeah. And um, that's what I was listening to the other day. And that's what was really helpful for me because you really, a lot of the time, somebody asks you what you want from life you don't know. Somebody asks you what you want to do when you graduate. You don't know. You, know, you don't right. ever really know, but it's important to in the smaller picture, think about what you want for today, for tomorrow. What life do you want? What person do you want to be? And to show up as that person and create the life that you want by speaking that into existence instead of saying, well, I don't want this. I don't want that. Right. Th- that word don't is just the negativity. It's very limiting.
1: Exactly. Instead of allowing for the growth, it just halts. Exactly. And that's when the stagnation really comes into play. Yeah. Life becomes stale and like a cycle of bad situations. And I feel like a lot of people like to tell like happy stories about how I thought my life into existence. I manifested my perfect life, but I feel like a lot of us could tell, you know, stories of caution on how I attracted everything that I fear.
0: Exactly. Just by mindset. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm, like, very excited for this point in my life because I'm ready to start embracing where I'm at and speaking the things that I truly want into existence. And I know it comes with frustration. I know that every single day is not going to be a good day, but I think that when you're doing something that you love like this – and you're also doing something that you don't truly love, but you're learning from, like your current job, if it's not your favorite job, what are you, what can you learn from it? Yeah. What can I grow? How can I grow from this?
1: If you're working with people you don't like, you're probably
0: learning how to deal with people you don't like. Exactly. Or having the boss that you don't favor. You're learning to show respect without... Question. You or know? if
1: you're, and then if you're ever in a boss position, you know exactly what not to
0: do to your staff. Exactly. Yes, that's specifically, yeah. In my management class, that's hundred percent what I'm learning is yeah. just how I would not want to lead, rather, or manage as well, but mm-hmm. leading specifically because that's what you're doing. I mean, they do consider leading and management two separate things, but you can combine them. Leadership
1: is such a huge part in life in general.
0: Exactly. To have that characteristics characteristic makes you a stronger manager. Right. So well, That's my, that's my, that was my thought for the day, just on circumstances. Just a,
1: just a mini tangent. Just a little the mini managing, tangent. But realistically <laughs> though, it relates no matter the circumstance. So if you're a chef, right. a teacher, a manager, all of this can relate to you. It's not really about our differences, but finding that common ground and the common ground is that we're all unhappy with at least one little thing that puts a damper on our day right. and it shouldn't
0: right and the other thing is that we're always growing and we're all going to grow at different rates and it's very important to learn day in day out how to not compare yourself because you know there's always that fine line between admiring somebody's life and how they can be set as a goal. Like, okay, this is a person that inspires me. This person's circumstances inspire me to get to that point. But don't try to be them because they're them for a reason and you're You're you. you. So,
1: And the person you will be is more right for you than any other person you could ever compare yourself to.
0: And I think that's probably one of the hardest concepts to
1: grab, to grasp, to wrap my
0: mind around. Yeah, because... You know, every, like there's always those quotes on Pinterest about you're you and that's all that matters. Like,
1: I don't like me.
0: Exactly. And I'm like, well, what if I don't like who I am? And it's like, yeah, you can change yourself, but you're not going to be able to change and morph into this other person just because you right. like that person better. And I think that's something I've always wanted to do. It's like, well, okay, well, if I study this person and see how she works and what she does and what time does she go to the gym? What time does she wake up? That, that's going to help me be, no, that's not because what works for her or anybody isn't going to work for you. What works
1: for Sally might not work for Sharon. Exactly. (laughs) Because Sally isn't Sharon, but maybe that's something that we could definitely dive in a little bit more about because I think people deal with that just on a human level. Just comparison in general. Yeah. Whether it's your best friend, your sister, your favorite YouTuber, your co-worker that got the promotion and you didn't.
0: Mm-hmm. What that feeling of feeling less than and
1: why did her YouTube channel blow up? Why didn't mine? We're doing similar content. She mm-hmm. must have a better personality than me. It's all of these mental mind games that yeah. we play when in reality, at the end of the day, that's her point of growth and your point of growth is coming and it might not be better than hers, but it's better for you.
0: Exactly. And I think you're probably the person that reassures me that the most is that better things are coming for me and I just need to wait for my time. So, yeah.